All right, welcome back. Tobin and Leroy. Taking up until 2. Butcher the clock, so it's going to be a short segment, everybody, just so everybody knows. But, oh well. How many munchies have you had today, dude? One. This is it. No, dude, you had at least two. No, I didn't. You sure? I promise you. All right. Check his pockets. What are you talking about? (laughs) Okay. He's offended. Well, uh... Let's get to some headlines here. Brought to you by a new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford! We know trucks. And this is how they park all those trucks in Publix, and it annoys the hell out of me. Oh, with the thing down? No. Oh. Backing in. Oh. I get annoyed by the backers, too. Why? Because, you know, because they're not that good at drivers! Okay, that's okay. That's the It's also like one of these things where, like, you, you know, you either back in now, why can't you just... Ba- if you're so good at backing in, why yeah. can't you just back out when, what you know, you mean? park normally? It's a little convenient. You don't like the... You know, it's a valet nah. thing. The valet No, because here's the deal. Here's the deal. Uh-huh. Nobody ever backs in on the first try. And yeah, here's fair. the other thing. Yeah. When you're in the public's line and somebody back pulls out, yep. if that person pulls past that spot, it's oh, over. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel so that. he pulls past the spot yeah. and then tries to back back in. Yeah. Now you and, got a situation. Well, what's the protocol? I thought there? you were past the stop. What's the protocol? Once there? you pass yeah. the stop, but I want a back park here. Yeah, I'm gonna say it like old boy from the OJ trial. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once you pass the spot, mm-hmm. you lose the spot. All right, I'm with him on that. False. Really? Somebody tried doing this yesterday when I was dropping what off. Uh, my kids forgot their lunchbox, so I had to drop uh, off the lunchboxes. Nice guy. Lunchbox. Yeah, lunchbox. Yeah. You know, just just oh, just eat lunch at school today. Hmm. Uh, well, they may see. Here's the thing: I make the lunch boxes. Aww. So if I go through putting the work in to to, to make the lunches, then you're gonna eat this. Better eat those damn lunches. Yeah, okay. All right. No, it makes sense. I'm gonna sit here having uh, Jenny the cafeteria lady's food yeah. when I sat here and I made you some sandwiches. Wow. Okay. Dude, what'd you make? Jenny cooks I, every day, though. I gotta tell you, PB and J. Okay. Oh, a gourd. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you cook that sandwich? That's what they want. Okay, you didn't cook that. Can sandwich, I just say though. this? They're kids. On the list of sandwiches, yeah, that's bum ass. Oh, whoa. it's the easiest. Okay, it's the oh, easiest way. What if what we an incredible peanut butter and jelly the cr- is the easiest to prepare. Okay, you made it sound like you put, you made it sound like you broke you your so foot wrong. off in a meal. You are he so wrong. He turns the wait, wait, peanut wait. butter. Crust you off know, or crust on? Uh, one off, one on. Damn, custom custom orders. You want to know something, dude? Yeah. Let me tell you something about PB and J. All right. It is actually one of the hardest sandwiches to perfect. Okay. okay? okay. You have to get the right ratio of PB to J. Mm-hmm. You can't just throw it on your willy nilly. Let me tell you. Winwood artist. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what happens. Jesus. If you use like that grape jelly, Ooh. it breaks up. It doesn't like, uh, it doesn't spread like jam true. or something like that. Only if you're not good. Okay. But me. You know what? They call you know they call me the Picasso PB and J. Make us some PB and Js. I, I will. I, see. I will make I wanna, you PB and Js. I will make you PB and Js. I will make them live here okay. in yes. studio, right. making you some PB and Js. And you want to know something? Toby. It will yeah. be delicious. Okay, so school prep with Toby. You mean to tell me someone has walked by you and said, "Oh, there goes Picasso PB and J over there." <laughs> yeah, that's right, dude. They're like a real artist of our time. I am the Art Basil of lunch, dude. All right, sweet peanut butter. Mm-hmm. It's gonna have its finest stretch coming up. What? What? Because the only reason why you gonna choke peanut butter out? Peanut butter is good, is when it's in the egg. What? Is Other than that, in the what? Kick, kick rocks. In an egg? Easter egg. 
peanut oh. butter in an Easter Time out. Egg? Peanut butter eggs. Time out. What are you talking about, dude? Dude. Recess. Full time Hold out. on. What? Did you just tell peanut butter to get Crocs? I think you just did. You just yeah, I don't like that. Unless that there's chocolate. Really well with me. Unless there's chocolate. Don't say things you can't take back. I can take I'm not going to let you I just slander peanut butter. First of all, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a grown-ass adult. Break his okay. I don't need PB&J anymore. Okay. All right, dude. You would turn one down? What is going on? Uh, what about the Uncrustable PB&Js? No, that's the worst. What? That's the worst. <laughs> Lazy-ass lunch people. That's okay. true. What are you talking Although about? my son does love an Uncrustable. That's all my kids eat. The Nutella Uncrustable? No one says Until they realize that their father was an artist. So so here's the deal. Picasso, apparently. My daughter wasn't a big fan of Uncrustables. Fonz, he had them things everywhere. Nice. That's all he ate. But no. Come on. You know who was eating one yesterday? Who? Don't judge me. Uh, we've offended a backer. Marcos! What, man? It was a Nutella one. Why are you eating choke? They're delicious. <laughs> when I saw it in his hand yesterday, I'm like, where's Leroy? <laughs> Right, you're eating children's food. I do dude. feel like I reached the height limit you're for eating uncrustables. You're Right. Yeah. No, like, certain things I do, I'm like, as an shamer. adult. No, I'm not. Yeah. yeah, you are. No, I am not. Those so is Tobin, though. I There's certain things that morning. a grown adult should not eat. Yeah. Now, oh, boy. here's the only Thank exception you. I would give you, Marcos. Yes. You will experience this yeah. in, in no time Oh, that you are shit. the human garbage disposal. It's true. So whatever your kid don't finish... That's what you eat. The texter writes in. He says, minus one, Tobin, for being a fat cat. Woo. You can make better sandwiches than that. Dude, minus I'm taking one. orders. If my no. kids wanted another sandwich, I would yeah. go to the store know. and I would make them whatever they want. You use good, Their like, order is PB&J. That's yeah. what they want. You want to know why? Because yeah. their father's the Picasso of PB&J, yeah. dude. Because uh, okay. they go, here's what they go. They go, hey, uh, Tommy, uh, what do you want for lunch? Well, Sophie, I want... I would like ham and cheese, but we don't want to put that heat on Daddy. A ham and cheese. Let's just go with the basic (laughs) peanut butter and jelly. A ham and cheese. A a ham and cheese or a turkey and cheese for a. That's easier for a kid than it is a PB and J. Easier. What? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. Gotta take a break, man. We gotta take a break. A peanut butter and jelly sandwich you could put in the bag and it could sit there all week. Which is why it's a good school lunch. You want to know what my favorite brand of PB and J is? Oh no! Do you get it with the the nuts or without? It's without. Don't be ridiculous. Crunch. Yeah. Crunchy's good. Jiffy. Yes. Jiffy. Oh, Crunchy. If you'd have told me I do peanut butter with, with Crunchy, on this topic. Then, <laughs> okay. then, Wait, so which one do you use? Yeah, I need to know. Peter Pan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is fifteen minutes of your Celebrating 85 years of service to our community. Then, now, forever. Broward Health. All right, time for a little 15 minutes of heat here for you on your home for Miami Heat basketball. 560 WQAM Heat have their final game before the All-Star break tonight as they are taking on the Brooklyn Nets. 7.30 tip-off tonight from the Barclays Center. 6.15 preheat gets going on your radio dial with Alejandro Solana, Tommy Tig. They'll get you all ready for the action. And then, of course, you can watch that tonight on Bally Sports Sun. And we're going to talk to Miami Heat analysts. You can hear her on the radio calls with Jason Jackson and tonight in studio with Will Manso on Bally Sports Sun. 
7 o'clock, they'll get their coverage going tonight. Amy Audibert joining us here, first season uh, doing Heat games. She's been doing a fantastic job. So we'll talk some Heat basketball with Amy. Uh, Amy, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate it. Hey, Brendan. Thanks for having me. It's uh, it's great to have you. We got the. It sounds like, we don't know if it's official yet, but it sounds like we might be getting Duncan Robinson back tonight. It seems like it's getting better. How much would this help, Amy? They can't. I don't know what the hell's going on with the shooting this year. I, I don't know what's yeah. going on. Holy smokes, they. No, I've never seen it's it. It's crazy because it's just like from first last year in the regular season to just struggling to find consistency. And it's so strange because I don't think they are totally uneasy with their shot profile. They get a lot of good shots. Uh, but, you know, one thing that's really encouraging is the last three games. So the Houston game, the Orlando game, and even um, what was the last game? Because they all. Oh, Denver. Um, oh, uh, Denver, duh. They all started the game hitting threes in that first quarter. And it was kind of like, oh, this is what the team kind of thinks like where they probably thought they would be. So um, I think having Duncan back and whether he's back or not, and it's funny, we always joke, it kind of feels like the G League. I worked the G League for about two and a half seasons with the Raptors. And I loved it because I felt like it made me a lot better in that you show up and you never know who's actually playing. Um, you think you have a game plan or an idea of what the rotation or game plan might be, and it gets thrown out the window because someone's on assignment or someone gets, you know, pulled up or whatever. So, um, but to your point, just having, uh, getting Duncan back whenever that happens, it is whether he's gotten off to consistent three-point shooting, he is not this season, but uh, it's about reps and it's about game reps. So if this team can find a place where Duncan's like comfortable out there and hitting shots consistently, of course they're going to be better. He's the best three-point shooter in the history of this franchise. And I think we forget that. Like we we've forgotten this. We have forgotten that this year. And I'm not. And I understand why, right? But like, let's not forget the man has hit a lot of shots wearing a Miami Heat jersey. And if if he can get him back to that, uh, this team's gonna be okay. I don't don't like that you looked at me like that. I don't. don't See, I've always said one of the hardest things to do is to do something consistently where you fail in sixty percent of the time. It wears on you. And and so everybody just says, oh, this guy's a bum. He can't make it. He's not shooting the ball well. And he's this, he's that. I'm like, dude, it is so hard to wrap around <laughs> being a failure 60% of the time. And it usually works out. Now, it hasn't for these guys in the last 10 months that they've rigged. <laughs> but, but I still have to sell the hope that this is going to turn around because – it happens to shooters all the time. It just hasn't happened this long. I've never seen it happen this long. But these guys are good shooters. I don't know. Like, what do you do? Because yeah, everybody says, weird. let's replace them. Let's trade them. And I'm like, oh. you're not going to get good at shooters with these guys. You got to keep shooting it. Like I said, I think the last like week or so, at least in spurts, you're starting to see it a bit more. And the thing at the end of the day is shot making contagious. Like, let's not forget when someone starts hitting, everyone starts feeling a little bit better. Um, I really do believe, and I, I know we're sick of talking about this, but the way the season got started with just the injuries and two, two new starters and all that stuff, that does affect your shooting because your rhythm's different, because your rotation's different, your touches are different, you're playing with different guys. Of course, that's going to take time. Like, these aren't just stagnant shots. And by the way, it's the NBA. You're going up guys that are like 6'5 to 6'9 and long. Like, things aren't just – you don't just go out there and stand with your hands up. Like, your shots come from rhythm. And the thing about Duncan, I thought was just so, I thought he got off to a pretty good start this season in terms of uh, putting the ball on the deck. And then even his defense looked a little bit better. And that's because I think he was probably in the gym playing a lot of one-on-one to improve his defense this summer. But then when you're improving your, when you're playing one-on-one and you're a shooter, 
you kind of figure out how to put the ball on the deck, right? So you right. kind of started seeing these like glimpses of a bit more other other things that of course are going to help open a shot up more. So for, for me, obviously, like I always want to see players healthy. I think Duncan can be really important um, down the stretch here for Miami. So whether it's tonight or whether it's sometime soon, I I will be happy when when he's back out there. Amy, quick question: the the last play of the game for um, for Jimmy where um, yeah. they threw it to him and he dunked it to win the game. Yeah. There can't be goaltending on that, correct? On an inbound pass. No. I, no. And, and actually, the thing is, if you remember a couple years ago, Jay Triano, who was the head coach of Phoenix at the time, he drew up an inbound pla- play. He drew up an inbound play. And I know that because I went to the same high school as Jay Triano. He right. actually grew up the street from my parents. So, like, I, of course, I was monitoring a little bit. He drew up the inbound play where it was a shot attempt from out of bounds. And like, it has to be done perfect, but it's legal because his team had it. I think it was, I don't remember exactly it was 0.3 or 0.4 seconds, but yeah, like it went, I, I think it went off the rim or it was a no, shot. No, DeAndre Ayton caught it, but it was over yeah, the cylinder. Talked about it. Right. Yes, yeah, but it was legal because it was just, so it, yeah, no, I think it was a brilliant play. Um, I, I still, this is the funny part about the whole thing. When that happened, against because I'm coming from the Raptors Kyle Lowry in the bubble made a pass to OG Ananobi to extend the series against Boston I don't know if y'all remember it I think it was over taco fall and he got it over his head across the court to the opposite side to OG who had to literally like catch and shoot it had to go right in his pocket and it did and I remember after the game the other night I was saying my gosh you hear about how Gabe Vincent has really like picked Kyle's ear for so long and all this stuff and how he's been like a really good mentor to some of these younger guys. And it was the same thing. Like that pass over Jabari Smith, 6'11", mm-hmm. had like, you're not even aiming for Jimmy. You're aiming for a spot and hoping he's there. You know what I mean? And right. I just thought um, for those two guys to have that moment was absolutely incredible. So, I mean, yes, while I understand this is a very passionate fan base, I'm learning that and I, I think it's a positive problem when you expect to compete for a title every year or at least, you know, get up there. Uh, but this team is, it's, it, it's exciting, right? At least they're, they're figuring out ways to stay in games, which is fun. Every game is close. I'm curious, Amy, since you've been around, you know, you've seen Kyle with the Raptors and, and seeing, you know, what his couple his uh, his year here. What have been like your impressions with him and what he's got? He's talked about, you know, having to feel out some stuff because, you know, Bam and Tyler are obviously growing a lot more than since the first year he's been here. He's obviously dealing with the knee thing too, but just I guess watching him, is there something different that you've seen from him this year as opposed to other years? Like what stands out to you about Kyle's season that's that's kind of been a bit of a up and down? Yeah, I think it's just been the consistency factor. Um, again, I always go back to because I'm I just started getting in with the Raptors when Kyle was kind of getting out with the Raptors, but I know that being around there and I'm hearing the same thing in terms of just like his leadership off the court. And last year with the Raptors, Fred Van Vliet, who's had to step into the role, but really spent a lot of time with Kyle in the first couple of weeks of the season. His numbers weren't great last year, and they ended up having a great season last year. But, And I remember specifically after a game, he said, 
I've been deferring for a couple of weeks, trying to get everybody else involved and like trying to get everybody touches and get every, cause that's kind of your job as a point guard, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that Kyle's always trying to do that, whether we realize it or not, he's always trying to get his teammates in, involved and healthy and, and find rhythms and all that fun stuff. And that has been a challenge this year. That's been, a, no one's been able to really find consistency in anything. And unfortunately for Kyle, like now he's not healthy again. So, um, but the one thing, and I, I feel like I continue to have these conversations um, here all the time. And I guess I'm a little bit biased in that I've seen it. I grew up watching Kyle Lowry. I know his, I, I know late game. Well, right now he's not even on the court late game. It's Gabe Vincent, but I just, I know he, he wants to win. And I do believe he's a really good teammate. Uh, Amy, the, the, the game's being so close. How stressful <laughs> do you think this is really? Cause like Spo, we, we hear him after the game and I love him. He's like, son, this is exciting. <laughs> this is money's worth. This has to be this has to be though exhausting for the entire team that yeah, it's great that they're getting all these late game moments to try and execute, but it's the margin is so small. So it's like you have a game like Houston where it's like, great, you won on a dunk, and then you come back against Orlando, but then it's like you go against Denver and then you're right there again, but just the execution doesn't go quite right. So how do you how do you navigate that as as a team watching this team and everything being so close? Like, do you think this is going to burn them out at, at any point? Um, no. In that you know, some of these games you still don't have your regular rotation guys available, so mm-hmm. I don't know if it burns them out. If anything, I think what I think it was Bill Parcells. I used to have her in daily confidence is demonstrated ability. So I think that whether we see it or not, this team is kind of like yeah I've been here done this like this is what this is how we play and that has to mean something down the end especially when you get into tight games but to your point I said it's, I said that with Jax on, on the call I was like you know against Houston and especially against Orlando you, you saw a younger team like they were playing against a team that or especially in Orlando really just took some bad shots when the game got tight and, and Miami just continued to execute and got what they want now obviously when you're playing against Jokic I don't care who else is available for Denver you don't want to be in a tight game you just don't Right. I mean, there's a reason the guys, in my opinion, it might might triple the MVP here in consecutive years. Um, it's funny because, yes, like you keep your glass half full and you, and you listen to it. And I think it was Bam. He's saying, you know, we had him on the radio after the game, the Houston game, I think. I'll be, they all blend together, as I can tell. Hmm. Um, and he was kind of like, yeah, I mean, in some ways, like it's we're getting experience in playing type games. And if we can gut them out, it's great. And then Jimmy's like – it's great that we win, but we're tired of being in this position, right? I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, I always say you wake up and it doesn't matter if you're a coach, you're a player, whatever. You you're, you wake up every day and your goal is to go 1-0 that day. And that has to be like the focus. Just figure out how to win the game. And especially with the way this season's going in the Eastern Conference, wins have a very heavy weight. And they're going to get heavier now in the last, uh, what, three weeks, four, two months? No, I don't even know. month and a half of the regular season. Um, but listen, like – I. You, as long as you win the games, that's the most important thing. I, I I hope that, and I do believe that it it develops a certain confidence in being able to execute on both ends of the ball in tight situations and having that type of experience. Because you can't simulate that in practice, right? Like right. you can't the intensity you can't of it. simulate that. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, forty one clutch games, leading the league. They're on pace to to set some NBA history, right? The Denver Nuggets played forty one games. I think it was the seventy seven seventy eight season. Three points or less, decided by three points or less, and Miami's at 31 right now. So every time we sit there and we're super stressed, I'm like, at least we're watching history. You know, we can say yeah. that. You know what? <laughs> you tell tell yeah. Spo that one. You can add it to his yeah. uh, his greatest show on court because this is torture. Oh 
It's torture. It's fun. Like, it is fun. I don't. But I just imagine it it's got to be stressful on the team. That's all. It's it, there's no course, easy ones. But, Even if it's like once we know, once we have the 14 point lead comes, I'm like. Yeah, but we know it's there's at some point this is going to be a four to six to four point game. It, keep your glass half full. It doesn't matter if it's Houston or it's Denver. You're going right, to play. You right. know what I mean? Like right. as, as long as you can keep it close. But and I mean to the other point, right? It's like I just don't think this team has been fully healthy long enough to like give themselves a real like shake at it, which is crazy because it's after tonight the All Star break. Right. So I think that's just the biggest component for these guys is just getting taken care of their bodies and see what they can do. Amy, it seems like the Heat are the only team in the East that haven't had that run. You know what I mean? Yeah. That 10 out of 12 yeah. or that they'll win three, lose two, win four, lose two. They, they haven't had that stretch where they go eight out of 10 or 10 out of 12. And I'm just waiting for that because then that's going to set them up for the postseason. Oh, yeah. Then they're like sitting in fourth or fourth right. probably right now. Exactly. You know, exactly. I mean, absolutely. But I mean, even so you look at the, I actually have this written down. You look at the Denver game, the best team in the West. And I mean, they are. And by the way, we saw them without Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon the other night. Right. Denver's really good. Everyone's talking about Phoenix is going to win this thing now. If Denver consistently plays like this, I- I'd be surprised not to see them there. Um, Miami played them, lost by four. And there are three bench rotation guys, rookie Orlando Robinson, 10-day Jamari Bouye, and undrafted Haywood Highsmith. Right. Playing with the best team in the West. Right. Like, playing them to the final possessions. That ha- like, that has to be – and I know, like, again, you look at wins and losses and that's all that matters, but they're putting themselves in a position to win, and it's obviously the guys out there who's available – I think not having Victor Oladipo again has been been really tough for this team. I think he's such an important part of what they want to do, and especially in that second rotation. I think the staff is incredible because they put these guys in a position to win a basketball game every single night, regardless of who's available. Mm-hmm. So uh, to your point, if, if they can get their full arsenal, like, you have to believe that they can stack up some wins. Amy, we appreciate the time. Thanks so much. You guys can catch Amy tonight on Bally Sports Sun. As Heat and Nets get going, they start their coverage at 7 o'clock. You guys can hear preheat tonight as Amy's on the home games with Jason Jackson on the radio call. Preheat with Solana starts tonight at 6.15. Amy, so thank you so much for the time. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Amy. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your week. I know yeah. I am. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy your break. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Amy, does uh, she's been doing a great job this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, guys, uh, catch her tonight with uh, with Will Manso on Bally Sports. Son, we'll take a quick break. Wrap things up on the other side. Busy. All right, welcome back, everybody. Tobin and Leroy. Yes. Something's going on with this mic. I probably should have said, you think I should have, should have, like, say, hey, me, como se va? What is that? Sorry, what? How are you? Is that French? What is yeah. that? Huh. Oh. Yeah, Amy is, uh, uh, Amy yeah. is uh, Canadian. Yeah, we never had the, the whole Also played for the Canes, by the way. Amy, yeah. uh, Amy played for the Canes back in, uh, I think it was 04 to 06, I think. Like that. I'm, I'm trying to think. Basketball that school. Not, um, Basketball school. Does I she? don't know if they're from. She's she's not from a French-speaking. Uh, province. Province. Oh, yeah. look at me. You're also the same guy that said you thought my wife oh, okay. was going to get injected with stem cells. Wait, so what? stop. Is she not? I said <laughs> she has to have um, carpal tunnel surgery. Mm-hmm. He goes, oh, what are they? He said, what do they do? Oh. He's like, and then, you know, I thought they just inject her. We're yeah. not very smart. Stem cells. That's a show. Stem cells, dude? Yeah, well, 
At least I can spell Lido Deck. Spell Lido Deck. Oh, I worked on a boat. L E D O? No, it's L I D O. Oh, I'm the, sorry, uh, I said it. Uh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. It's already been established. You're bad. Uh, I Were go. you thinking Jared Lido? No, I was thinking I, but I said E. By the way, that's a Leto with a T, not a D. Stop it. Just saying. He's Leto. I don't think so. It's not Leto. I think it's Jared. Leto. Yeah. Leto. I thought it was Jared Leto. It's Leto. I think he goes Leto. It's Leto. You know what? He's a guy who says he's Leto, but it's Leto, dude. Oh, so you think he did it just to like make it more Hollywood? He's a guy who says my name is Mikael. Michael. No problem, dude. Oh, uh, uh, no, they do that. Oh, in, in, in Canada? They go, oh, my uncle's Jules. I'm like, Who? Jules? I'm not, no. Nice try. Nice try. Got a notification from uh, Shams. Uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh-oh. Apparently, he says, when you look around the league, there's not a spot for Russell Westbrook. Slow-moving market. will be. Uh, we still have to see if he'll be able to find a home. So well, bad. because here's Team's the thing. nervous about checking in on Russ. You know why? Hmm? He is the least efficient player in the league. Well. But I will say this. And and here's why I I don't um I'm not going to get too much on to Russ. Because what he does is he plays with a lot of energy that a lot of guys won't play with. Very competitive. Very competitive. That has to help somebody. But he's not very efficient, so it gets lost. Yeah. When he starts, you know, doing. I mean, the idea that he did come off the bench this year, I thought was a huge step for him. Like, the idea that he could just have his moment. Because that is that is a huge, that is, a, it's a, I remember what a thing it was for D-Wade. Like, when D-Wade came back. You know, he came off as off the bench as a reserve, which was kind of crazy because, like, he still very was clearly the best player on the Heat, maybe Goron at right. the time. Right. But D-Way was still that dude at the end of games. I mean, they had Josh Richardson stepping out of bounds, like, mm. you know, left and right every time they tried to do that move. You never forgive him for that. Well, it's, it's not that I don't forget because I like Jay Rich as a player. Yeah. They tried to make Jay Rich the man on this team. They did. They and did. he would always step out of bounds. Yep. Dude. Okay. This is a side note. Yeah. You know who might have made the smartest move in football who the jaguars guess who they have the rights to uh calvin ridley yeah yeah so when he comes back stacked stupid that he was gone huh that's stupid that he was gone it is it is here's what i have a problem with that i get why you can't do it okay i understand it um even with the explanation you can't play that game I understand that. But here's what I have a problem with. You're making a boatload of money off of these same same thing with Bernie. I got pissed at that. Right. Come on. Right. I got the Manning brothers dra- draped in togas every Sunday selling me on gambling. Ooh, they, they sit around the table with uh with yeah. Ricky Smiley. The, the sport is popular as popular as it is because people love gambling on it. They love this. They love fantasy That's football. That's why football is What are you talking about now? Even before. Yes. And now, but now it's even more legal all over the place. By the way, when are we getting our gambling, dude? When are we allowed to gamble? Yes, man. Where is our gambling? We're missing out on money. We had gambling for like three weeks. Speak Not to someone. Even. Not even. Well, who's in charge? It, I don't, I don't, I can't explain why you won't 
just make it legal. Because the way I look at it, I want it, a waltz into that for moment. all the degenerates that go in the casino, right, and gamble or whatever, the state gets a cut, and that relieves some of that pressure off us. You saw the uh, you saw because like if you've been to the Hard Rock lately, they turned that. They used to be a comedy club, but they closed it, and now it's just this beautiful sports bar. Looks like it'd be a mean sports book once we are ready to the up. comedy club. Yeah, you remember when you walked into Hard Rock Live? Uh huh. The new one. The new one. Yeah, and then that was that little place. It was like it was called the Seminole Hard Rock Comedy Club. It oh. wasn't an improv. Uh, they wiped that out, and now it's like this beautiful sports bar. But it really could be a nice, nice sports book, which is they're prepping it. They're prepping yeah. it. I don't I like. I don't understand. Like, I. So so here's where here's where I, I am with this thing. There's certain things that happen. You may not like it, or you may dislike it, and you don't want it to happen. Okay. But if I can go somewhere else and do it anyway, then you might as well take advantage of that yeah. money in your own state. Right. But but they're too stubborn about it well, for I whatever know, reason. I know there's like, you know, I don't want to get, because I want to act like I know no, all we the don't details know. of it. We don't like, know. I know we that just want gambling. There's exclusivity with the Seminoles and all that, and I get that. But like, come on. Gambling, dude. Let's go. Works on my hard rock Works on my, all I know is, is that, People are doing it anyway. You might as well get a cut of it. I want to go bet on Tyler Hero, dude. Really? Win that three-point contest. That'd be great fun. Ten bucks? Long odds. What could that turn into? Sixty bucks. Sixty bucks, yeah. I'll take that action. Ten ten bucks? Done. Okay. Whoa! Now, 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 now. I owe you. I'll give you. What's going on? The two ten bucks for your, and you give me the two ten bucks for mine. So if either one of the four win, you got to pay the odds. There. Got it. All right. There you go. So you're out 20 bucks. Damn. I'm out 20 bucks. That's a push. So we both got that. But we both could get 60. Ooh. You no, we can't. What's going on? I got man? a 60. I got a 40 because I got healed and I got Tyler. You got 45 for Dame. And who was the other guy you took? Oh, Mark. 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 That's 50. Yeah. I'm mean, just like he always kills this. He always kills the heat. Why can't I? Markkinen? Yeah. Markkinen, Vucevic, um, who's the other one? You know who I'm talking about. I mean, Jokic has been their dad. Not Jokic. Not Jokic. Jokic beats they everybody. Be, they don't. Beat yeah, Jokic is Jokic is just elite. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about them guys that you know you come across. Oh, this guy. Oh, Boban. Not Boban. Who's the other three-point shooter? Is Vucevic, Markkanen, Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich. There he is. That's the one. Bogdanovich. All of a sudden, seven for eight from three. Now, is that Boyan or Bogdan? Oh, God. There's two? there's two Bogdanoviches. Oh, no. Boyan was Yo. the one who did it on the uh, Pistons. Then you have Bogdan who did it for the Hawks. I was wondering. I was what? like, how many of these There's teams? two Bogdanoviches. I didn't know. Leroy, Not related? Did you, I don't know. Did you know there were two, Leroy? No. I thought they were the same one. They were the same one. I didn't nope. know. Boy, so you got... Boyan is on the, the the Pistons. Some people he was in some heat rumors, some heat fodder, but they wanted a lot for him. No, I want the other one. Bogdan. I don't want him. I want the one I know. The I know Pistons Bogdan. Uh, Pistons one's having a career year though. He's he's good. Really? Yeah. Which one's the good one? Holy smokes! I did. I had no clue. Two. Two. Yep. No clue. I mean, uh, but look, do they even look alike? I didn't even look. I just know their name. I'm like, yeah. Are they related? I don't think so. How many Bogdanoviches you got floating around? Who did Serbia? I don't know. 
I don't even know if they're Serbian, to be honest with you. Wow. Okay. Oh, just assuming, just, huh? I did oh, just boy. assume. I'm sorry. That's almost when you assume, one. you make an ass out of you. Boyan is Croatian. Oh, look at you. Apologize. I do apologize to the Bogdanovich family. Oh, nice. The Boyan, not Bogdan. Not Bogdan. <laughs> okay. Who's Bogdan? Bogdan. Bogdan Bogdanovich. He's got to be Croatian, too, He's right? He's Serbian. Bogdan Oh, Serbian. Serbian and Croatian. So, yeah. uh, needless to say, they're not related. Uh, well... Not at all. All right. All right. <laughs> they call him Research Tobes. That's right. Oh, do they? <laughs> don't. He does fake research anyway. Y'all haven't figured that out yet? Look, we're just happy for one thing on today's show. Don't. That is. Don't. You better not. Fangs up, dude. <laughs> Only Fangs has launched. We got all having it, dude. <laughs> what kind of music is playing on? Uh... I don't know, but we're going to get our fang bang on. I stole that from Marcos. Ah, that is mine. I forgot. I was like, man, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Will Two we? one filthy. You know, I saw a raccoon for the first time in five years the other day in this spot that I've been hunting in. That was one of the happiest moments of my life. And it's like, yes, maybe we are making a difference. Spell Lido Dick. Oh, I worked on a boat. L-E-D-O? No, it's L-I-D-O. Oh, I'm the, sorry, uh, I said it. Why buy it? Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. Lynn took my toy. That is hot water, baby. Yeah. I'll see y'all when I see y'all. Hope you mother have a good day.